It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We're fixing to have us a good day. This is Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. Zach Blackerby, Michael Pappas here with you. Man, we were going to do a top 10 list, and then I just got so hype about the first round of the NFL draft. I'm like, no, we're talking about this and answering listener questions. I'm making the call. I mean, it was a huge night for Auburn. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. So Auburn with two first round picks. We're going to jump jump over that as well as some listener questions, like I said, in just a moment. First, shout out to our friends at Fetch Me. You don't want to leave the house this weekend, but you want some delicious local food? Okay. What's the answer to that, Pappas? Fetch me. Fetch me delivery free in your phone's app store, fetchmedelivery.com. Their app's super easy to use. Their website's super uh, user-friendly, and uh, you know they remember past orders. I love that. It makes it simple if you kind of have a, a hankering for something that you've had before, kind of a weekly tradition of a place that you and your family typically go on a Friday or Saturday night and all of a sudden, it's, oh, you can't go there? Well, FetchMe makes it easy. So uh, use promo code FetchMe20 for your first delivery free. Support local business with FetchMe. And, uh, yeah, you can support two local businesses. Of course, FetchMe and wherever you order your food from. Zach, yes? did you know that we have a Thai place in Auburn? A Thai food restaurant? Yes. See, I did not until I ordered off of, I ordered from there off of FetchMe. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, there's a few places I've seen. I'm like, where is that? It was the, um, it was the the popcorn. There's like a popcorn place mm-hmm. in downtown. Mm-hmm. I have an order from there. I was like, Lee, have you heard of this? And she's like, Yeah, it's in downtown. We should go sometime. I'm like, Yeah, okay, cool. We can hit it up uh, through Fetch Me. So, all right. So first off, Derek Brown went ninth overall. Nope, seventh, seventh overall. overall. Seventh overall. I'm so jazzed off right now. Off to a big start. Off yep. to a big here start. Here we go. Only uh, only can go up from here. Yeah, seventh overall, we'll, we'll Carolina Panthers. Out. Yeah, just just cut it out. We'll cut it out. We'll set it up. 
Uh, yeah, the Panthers, it's so funny, Auburn fans are Panthers fans, then they lose Cam, they get rid of Cam, mm. they treat Cam wrong, and then they get Derek Brown. So I think Auburn fans are like, all right, that's fine, we'll keep watching the Panthers games. <laughs> Absolutely. And it, it, it's hard to fault a team for taking Derek Brown. Um, I know I saw some some people out there who were not thrilled about it, especially with Isaiah Simmons still on the board. And Zach, I'm actually interested to hear your opinion on this because in my mind, we've seen so many of these so-called, you know, guys who can play multiple positions or don't really have a true position, especially on defense, just flat out not work out in the NFL. I mean, countless times we've seen guys who are kind of uh, between a defensive end and an outside linebacker who, who don't pan out. Um, you can look at Jabril Peppers, who is kind of a positionless player on defense who hasn't worked out. Yeah, and they like their they've loved Isaiah Simmons's comparison to be Derwin James for the Chargers, the the safety from Florida State. But Derwin James was a safety. Like when he was at Florida State, he was a safety. He's a box safety. He'll come down and thump you, but like he's and, a safety. And, and he could do man coverage on the outside if you need him to. But yeah, you're right. You knew what he was, and it's so interesting because. Isaiah Simmons was talked about as like, okay, he's you know a positionless player. He just plays all, all whatever you want on the defense, as if it was a good thing. And that's usually a bad thing when you're like, what yeah. is this guy? Like, what is what does he do? So, I thought that was a little inconsistent. And like we talked with Russell Brown with CoverOne.net earlier in the week, and you know he talked about Noah Monogamy being raw. And I'm like, well, there's a lot of guys that are raw that the NFL typically loves. So like, it just seems like there's a double standard there. And I, Russell kind of avoided the question. I don't blame him because he's not the one making the decisions as far as who's drafting who and where the hype is. But yeah, yeah, I think Derrick Brown makes sense because you know what he is. And the Panthers needed a defensive tackle, and it just it makes sense. That's where he was in most mock drafts. You saw the Panthers uh, sometimes either trading back in some mocks or getting Simmons, and then I think Jacksonville would have taken him at nine if he had mm-hmm. fallen to that point. But yeah, yeah. Auburn fans get to keep uh, following the Panthers and, and rooting for uh, for Derek Brown. I'm I'm super excited. I believe they also said on the draft that he's expecting another baby. That's great. And so I'm super happy for him. Obviously, this is a dream come true. Uh, uh, all right, l- let's talk about what's important here with Derek Brown. How did we miss this? Nick? Oh my god! I forgot again from last. Oh, they kept saying it on the dang broadcast that like teammates called him baby Barack and <clears throat> how did we miss this like I knew about the political aspirations I knew about you know obviously we've talked at great length about how great of a person he is also did you see um two things one they they said someone was a real standout on academically he had a 3.0 GPA and I was like I wish my parents thought that that was a standout <laughs> academically um, like you guys apparently do and second of all yeah, since the guy was, with a masters in in some kind of engineering that I don't understand what it is and second of all the um, when Jerry Judy got drafted they said that he got straight A's his senior year in high school I was like yeah what was that <laughs> All these guys have super cool, either a super cool video or a, a super like cool story or a sad story or a really crazy fact. And then Jerry Judy, the second receiver out of Alabama to get drafted, and his thing, the best fact they could find out about him was he got straight A's his senior year of high school. It was like, what? Wow. Wow. 
Yeah, it's like, yeah, he was on the field. He got his report card, had all A's except for one B plus, And he went to the teacher and was like, hey, that ain't right. And he's like, okay. <laughs> Straight A senior year in high school. It's like, yeah, way to go, Jerry Judy. Way to go. Oh, man. Like, I didn't, I'm not going to sit here and say I did have straight A's my senior high school. Yeah, I did not. If I did, on my list of achievements that I brought up to people, especially on the biggest night of my life so far, (laughs) that just wouldn't have been on there. Yeah, and and like, this guy has like more exciting things, I guarantee it. He won the (laughs) Bolitnikov at least once. As a sophomore, right? He won the Belenikov <laughs> as a sophomore. Like, yeah, he's been I like Mel know. Kiper's like favorite player in the draft for like just, four years. Like back when he was in high school, like this guy's gonna be a great NFL and, receiver. Like, and that's your fun fact, ESPN. And you, Zach, you, you mentioned how many of these guys had sad stories. It was like every player, they were like, "Oh my gosh, you, you feel happy for this guy because he got drafted." Oh well, boom. Yeah, Everyone like, he loved is dead. Yeah, it's crazy. Every I was like, oh my <laughs> gosh. I was like, turned around and like hugged Leah. I'm like, I didn't realize how blessed we were. Like, this is crazy. Like, this is supposed to be a happy day. Like, oh, good Lord. Okay, so All back right. to the important thing. How do we not know Derek Brown's nickname was Baby Brock? I don't know. I have no idea how that just escaped us. Kind of just ruined my whole night. Yeah, you texted me, and I'm like, yeah, I'm upset about it, too. I'm upset about it, too. Let's talk about it tomorrow, and here we are. And so, um, first off, I want to issue an apology. To all of you listening, you guys rely on us. We are the source for uh, for nicknames here, um, and we um, we drop the ball. We uh, we aren't. Um, I don't know. We're, we're going to try to use this loss as kind of some inspiration to be better for you guys uh, following next football season. Also, I'm a big fan of uh, how Derek Brown wants to be like a political lobbyist, okay. not not an actual politician. Yeah. I just thought that was funny. Like target's a lot smaller at that point, so that makes sense. All right, when we come back, I'm gonna pat. I want to pat myself on the back. Coming up right here on Locked On Auburn. All right, Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16 car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. So I've been saying it for forever. I've been... Look, we're very humble on this show. Yeah, but every now and then I just want to cash in. Mm -hmm. And some of you tweeted at me last night. I appreciate it. Just buckle up for a second because I am... Ben, come here. Come here. Come here, Ben Taylor. Ben Taylor just walked by the studio. Ben Taylor's about to sit down just for a moment here uh, on Locked On Auburn. So I've been the conductor of this train for so long. And the train I'm talking about is the Noah Igmanogany hype train. Um, and I would say first round going. pick, first round pick, first round pick. And Auburn fans were like, yeah, yeah, he's a first rounder. And then the offseason rolls around and they start seeing mock drafts and they're like, nope. Getting off early second, and I'm I'm over here saying no, no, he's going to be a first round pick. What happened, gentlemen? Do you know? I didn't watch. I I was asleep when oh. that took place. I don't know, Zach. What happened? What happened? He was the thirtieth overall pick. Went to the Miami Dolphins. So you were right. I was right the whole time. I was wrong, but no, I never was on the hype train that he was a first round pick. I thought he should have been, but I said he's probably going to go early second. 
I yeah. don't think you should have been. So um, I'm, I was neither on the hype train or correct. Yeah. So, so I, both I was, of us were neither on the hype train <laughs> and we were both wrong. That's fine. So shout out Zach. Let's go. Also, I was kidding. I, I was watching. Yeah, you were. I tweeted about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was eight. not. Got I like eight likes. Mornings come early. Zach I think I made either. it. Zach was asleep also. I yeah, think I made I woke it up to, and I was like, yes. Yeah, he and I had talked. I think I made it to 21, 20, 21-ish, something it, around there. It, it took so long. Yeah, man. after New England traded out of the first round, I'm like, it okay, I'm going to bed. It that it took so long. It was that we're 30 minutes in before we get our first pick. And then after that, it rolled around. It rolled on for a little bit for about the first five. Then you had your downtime. Then it went like another three or four went fairly quickly. Then you had more downtime. And there's I, always that team that like doesn't really want to make their pick, and so they try to trade for nine and a half minutes, and then they're like, ah, oh, crap. Yeah, nobody nobody it. wants right. my pick, so now I got to. Yeah. Yeah. Looking at you, Seattle, drafted a day three player, but whatever. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Um Ben, once, I, once I got ben, to a Pro Bowler, like yeah, second year. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Pete Carroll's done it before. Uh, I just wanted to bring you in for that. If you want to stick around and answer some listener questions, you certainly can. That's up no, to you. I, no, they're, they're a lot smarter than I am. Plus, I'm going to play golf. Okay. It is probably the second thing, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> well, good to see you, buddy. You too, man. Ben Taylor, Wings 94. Hey, Pappas. Hit them straight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to hit them. I don't care where they go. Okay. Yeah. Good. All right. <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, let's um, let's look at the first one. Hey guys, this is a great podcast. I have a list recommendation: top Auburn games of all time, any sport. Man, that would be tough. That we would make a lot of people mad with that one. There's just so many. Yeah, and like, what do you say top? Yeah, like most important. Yeah, because like you're just talking about like best games, like. I may pick the last year's Iron Bowl. Just individual games, like if you put every game in a vacuum. Yeah. But if you're like talking about like implications, like what it means, like it's got to be the Natty, right? Yeah, and if you're just talking about good games, like Auburn could lose really good games theoretically. This is true too. Like the national championship that Auburn lost in 2013, that was a great game. It was a great game. Crappy ending. Sad at yeah. the end, but um, we may do that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Let's be honest. We probably will. It's yeah, hard to come up with. Yes, yeah, we probably will, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, you can text or call us. We need help with content these days. 205-502-4285. 205-502-4285. Yeah, yes. I was waiting yeah, for confirmation there. I'm not looking at it anymore. Um, all right, here's another text. Um, let's do with, hey, Zach and Michael. This is Xander from Atlanta. Hey, Xander. How's it going? I have Thanks a question. Thanks for including me. Yeah. I love being included. Sure. I have a, it's funny because in the text he actually didn't say your name. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so it's actually me including you, not Xander from Atlanta. Xander. <laughs> you can also tweet uh, nice things to Michael at 205-502-4285. I have a question for the podcast. Do y'all think that the lack of spring practice will affect the depth chart substantially in places like the offensive line? Uh, I think it's going to affect everything. Yeah, we've talked about this, I, I think, a couple times. Uh, the offensive line, I actually think, is one of the places it will affect it the least because I think the offensive line was going to be a fall competition anyway because of the two JUCO guys um, and the grad transfer now also uh, that all you know are coming in in the summer or the fall or were injured for the spring um, and, and weren't going to be able to play till the fall. Uh, but a position like cornerback and um, safety or 
really defensive line. I mean, those are all position running back. I mean, those are positions where you could see it really matter because because they're positions where guys could have gotten a stranglehold um, during spring or could really have benefited from the reps. We talk about Nehemiah Pritchett a lot. Uh, Zion Puckett is a guy. Um, someone like T.D. Moultrie, he's a young guy, right? Derek Hall. I mean, these guys who were freshmen or sophomores, or I guess rising sophomores, rising juniors. T.D. Moultrie, I think, is a senior. Oh, then I'm thinking of someone else. Yeah, that's fine. Um, But guys like that who are, uh, you know, younger guys who could really use the reps and and could make a, a, a real play for that starting job and could potentially lock it down in spring um, before having to compete during fall camp. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned the JUCO tackles with Zaire and Coffee. I think they're in a good situation going into fall camp, assuming all that happens. You know who the center is. I think Broderius Ham's going to find a role up there in one mm-hmm. of those guard spots. And then maybe Council, the grad transfer from uh, from Akron, maybe he's got a chance. I mean, he started at four of the five positions, but a lot of his starts came at left guard. So you know he can play the position at least at that level. So does he get a chance there? Like probably he, he probably gets a look. So um, those are all guys. Most of those guys would not have been involved in spring, like you said. So it probably affects that, or not having it affects it, but not as but not really in a weird way. It's like it it affects it from a sense of like I guess the younger guys or the guys that we think are all going to be second teamers now. Uh, could have had a chance to really, really compete for the starting job, and now they'll only have like a decent chance to compete for the starting job. But I mean, these guys are still going to get their opportunities to compete. I mean, the best guys are going to play. You're listening to Locked On Auburn. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. All right, we got one more question. 205-502-4285. Hey, Zach and Michael. I believe Auburn Did that has, one actually say Michael? It, it just it just starts with I believe Auburn has peaked under Gus, but next season will be conference games only, hence Auburn barring other team injuries to key players, five and three. It would be a good time to expand to eight game playoff. There's a lot in this. Um so I guess he's I guess he's assuming that we'll just have conference games next year, which is one of the proposed things kind of floating mm-hmm. around if the season is shortened at all. Um, so I guess he's saying five and three and eight conference games. I don't know what that has to do with expanding to the eight-game playoff. That's a contract thing. And once the contract ends in a few years, it will go to an eight-game playoff. Like That's a thing. Um, as far as peaking under Gus, I don't know how you can watch last night and think that. I don't know how you can see, like, oh, okay, last year Auburn put – more guys in the league in a year than it has in a long time. And then last night, the following year, he puts two guys in the first round. They didn't have any in his best draft that he's ever had. He has two last night. And I think we're recording this Friday morning. I think he's going to have two, possibly three tonight. And I think Saturday is going to be a really loaded thing. I'm looking forward to Monday's show to recapping it all because there's going to be a lot 
a lot of Auburn action over the weekend as far as guys finding new teams. So I I don't know how you can look at the situation and think that Auburn has peaked under Gus. There is a ton of upside in this program right now. I agree, and if Auburn has peaked under Gus, it happened in year one. Like, just that's true with, with the way peaks work, you know, because they haven't gotten higher than that. Yeah, even seventeen, like they didn't get high, like they did not get to the natty. Correct. Yeah, so that's true. It's like, and if you look at the years since then, like it's been kind of up and down. It's not a straight decline, which is again kind of what you need for a peak. But he, he's recruiting better consistently. Mm-hmm. I think you're starting to see more and more player development. Once again, I think the NFL draft is the best way to look at that. I, uh, I, I, I have to say I disagree. I think, um, I think the program's in a great spot. I also don't see three conference losses on, our ske- on the Auburn schedule. Yeah. I mean, what, what do you think they are? All, uh, Alabama, Georgia, and LSU? I mean, those are probably the three toughest, right? I don't think they lose all three of those. I think losing two is realistic, but... I don't think you're going to lose all three. Uh, yeah, I struggled to think you're going to lose, lose all three. We, uh, I mean, you got LSU at home. You again, got a Georgia team that's going to have, you know, they're going to be in a hurry trying to find themselves. So at this point, we just don't really know. Um, but we've said it a couple times. We actually, I think both of us think that Auburn is um, one of the teams that is least affected by this, by not having the spring. Yeah. Um, Auburn is going to be a veteran-laden team this season. and They know who their quarterback just, yeah. is. They know, yeah. they know who their quarterback is. And they're is. not installing a new offense, mm-hmm. which is important. Because, I mean, from all reports, this is basically going to be Gus Malzahn's offense called in a different way, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, would love to know your thoughts. 205 502 Eight five, and also, hey, if you're just watching the draft and you get news of a, you know, you, you see a player get picked up and you're excited about it and have an instant reaction, call it. We, you know, we we would love to be able to play that on Monday because we'll, I'm sure, all the people listening will have a similar reaction as you and they can relate. And I think they'll, um, I think folks will enjoy that. Community is tough to find right now, especially if you're like a Falcons fan and an Auburn player gets drafted by the Falcons, or if you're, you know, a fan of whomstever. And an Auburn player gets drafted by your team. You would have heard me come in here fired up if the Browns had taken Derek Brown last night. Yeah, that would have been fun. That, that was been like fun. the actually we talked about this yesterday. The dream for me was Henry Ruggs because I watched one of his highlight videos yesterday and just got really excited. Yeah, um, I think it was C.D. Lamb. No, or no, Jalen Rager when he got picked by Philly last night. They showed a highlight where he literally made an Oklahoma State defensive back look so silly that I laughed out loud. And I was like, this is all – I would have been so in on Jalen Rager if I saw that before the draft. (laughs) right. I have such a dumb brain. I watch one video and I'm like – Oh, he's great. We need him. (laughs) Yeah, it's like the the guy that jumped out of the the pool. Yeah, Tristan Wirfs. When that happened, I was like, they picked the wrong tackle. (laughs) It's like, oh, he's yeah, he's blocking Tom. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, somebody tweeted it was like – it's like, I wonder if the other NFL teams ahead of him saw the video of him jumping out of the pool. Or uh, <laughs> Becton um, pushing the, the Ford truck. Yeah, that's a big man. That's a big man. Where, oh, hey, did you see that um, the state with the most high school players from that state that got drafted in the first round? Did you see what that was? Was it Alabama? No, it was Texas. Where can people find you and hear you? 
you can follow me on Twitter at Couch Potato. You got anything else to add? Nope. Nope. You, you got your Texas in there. You found a way. Follow me on Twitter at Z Black. We follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Auburn and follow us on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. See you Monday. This has been another edition of the Locked on Auburn Podcast. It's the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked on Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.